Welcome to Startups and Your Health, where business meets well-being. Featuring Jordan Abacasis, a biomedical engineer specializing in posture and movement, and Dan Gudima, a serial entrepreneur and tech startup expert. We're here to tackle the health challenges entrepreneurs face while building startups. From physical to emotional health, we've got you covered with actionable insights that you can implement today. Don't sacrifice your well-being for success. Let's get started. All right, welcome. My name is Jordan Abby Cassis. As you heard before, I am the CEO and founder of Adam Rehabilitation, specializing in postural restoration and pain management. I'm happy to introduce my co-host, Mr. Dan Gudima. Hi there. This is Dan. Um, I run a software company called SEO Turbo Booster, which does hyperlocal pages. And we work pretty much with digital agencies and we're looking for customers who are digital agencies to work with us. That's right. So if you are a digital agency or if you're someone who's interested in bettering their health, please check out our websites. Mine is adamrehabilitation.com. And we're seoturbobooster.com. All right. So Dan, you had a couple of questions. You wanna... Yes. So uh, today I just want to talk about, uh, you know, this past 12 months and the end of those and then this summer. And I'm really, really focusing on um, on sitting as an entrepreneur, like a lot of entrepreneurs, especially people doing programming or doing coding or doing uh, digital marketing, have to sit for hours upon hours. And, you know, I didn't think about it this happened to me but <clears throat> this summer the beginning of the summer i agreed for the dating business because we'll and this, we're going to talk a little bit about a bunch of things but for the dating business i agreed my this is really my wife's startup i agreed to do her social media so i was physically sitting at a desk with my knee bent and that knee at some point i hit it or twisted it but but i didn't give it a break because i kept sitting i'm talking like eight to ten hours a day some days so there's a startup person I'm going through that. I mean, that's just a natural result of a startup that you're going to be sitting at a computer if it's a tech startup. Right. No, you're you're definitely going to experience whether it's knee pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, low back pain, maybe neck pain, mm -hmm. um, maybe even some carpal tunnel or, or hand pain from just doing something for so long without moving. Yeah. So what's happened now is I've had to go, you know, finally after a month, my knee is starting to feel better because I did twist it, but I, and then I'm starting to go to the gym and working out on it. But what are your thoughts on, you know, is this just because I'm older is, or is this something Absolutely younger people? Not. Yeah. I did have something similar happen when I worked at the phone company. I used to wear, this is before we had bags with wheels. I used to wear, <laughs> I used to wear, used to, I used to wear like a big, a big computer on around my neck and I wore it around my neck with a, with a, a strap for like two straight years as an engineer traveling from city to city around the country. And I got bursitis and I couldn't reach back with my thumb and touch my back like this. Now. Bursitis where it was, it was like in my arm, like my shoulder, I couldn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't turn the corner with my finger and touch my back. Yeah. It would just go ah, and stop right there. Yeah. And this is kind of like early stage of frozen shoulder. It was kind of like yeah. that. And I stopped, I stopped carrying the bag. I did some exercise. I started getting to yoga at that time mm -hmm. and I really got through that and, and it recovered from it, but I did have a case of bursitis and I couldn't turn that arm around. But, you know, I'm just saying as a startup person, 
you know, we have to, today everyone's at home office. Let's just right. talk about that for a second. Right. So, um, you know, one of the things about the home office, I tell people all the time, whether I'm not sure if this is true or not, I have a saying about Microsoft, that Microsoft introduced only two physical products for many years, a mouse and a keyboard. And if you look at that mouse and look at that keyboard, the keyboard was an ergonomic keyboard. And the mouse was a little more ergonomic because it almost seemed like Microsoft felt there was going to be a big lawsuit one day. And that has to do with your fingers being positioned properly. And just sorry to tell you this to all startup people, because you're one too, that keyboard there and this keyboard here, we're on Macs, is the worst keyboard. <laughs> okay? For carpal tunnel. You know that, right? Right, right. because forces, of the positioning of, of your hands. forcing your hands right. in like that, and you're getting right. tightness here on, right. your, on your wrists. Right. So I typically have a secondary keyboard I plug in that's more ergonomic. Right. I've seen it. But what are your thoughts in general for startup people and these kind of issues, whether it's my knee under the table here, because I've done some work standing up recently, mm -hmm. or your arms being squished in here, you have to be you have to really pay attention to these things as a startup yeah. person. The best thing that you can do for yourself immediately mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur who's going to have to be working from long hours at a desk, because that's not all entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. There are a lot of entrepreneurs that are still out there, even door to door knocking and they're on the road a lot. So they're walking a lot more, they're moving a lot more. But for the most part, you know, in today's day and age, most of us are on the computer quite a bit, no matter what, no matter what our business model is. Setting up an ergonomic workspace is very important. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do, but I'm just gonna kind of go through like the primary actionable steps. First mm -hmm. and foremost, I'm not big into ergonomic chairs. Yeah. So number one, spending like Buku money on an ergonomic chair that's two to three thousand dollars is not going to get you a result that is monumentally better than a hundred and fifty to two hundred dollar ergonomic chair. OK, mm -hmm. so you can get a cheaper chair, a nice chair, and, and that's fine. But most importantly, you want a standing desk. Number one, standing desk is so important and you can go through a standing desk or even like one of the platforms, like I have one in the, in the other office that lifts up your computer and causes you to stand. So, and, and those are much cheaper, uh, you know, much more inexpensive. And, you know, a lot of startups don't have a budget to have a fancy setup. You, you know, we did but... at home, we took a big box, put it on the dining room table and a board on top of that box. And she put the computer up there and I worked up there. There, there you go. Yeah. So you don't need that's, a <laughs> that's, that's we'll about as frugal about... as you can get without yeah. going on Amazon and spending 30 bucks for the lift and raise. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, bunch of books right so so standing a standing desk and and just to kind of clarify on that point how much do you want to be standing you want to stand up as much as you sit okay so if you're going to do eight hours on a computer four and four if it's 12 hours on computer it's mm -hmm. six and six and you can choose whether or not you stand for all six hours straight or you do it supplementary as in between spacings right you know 30 minutes seated 30 minutes standing 30 minutes seated i prefer to kind of do it um, I actually stand for almost all of my workday. Um, gotcha. I, I'll only sit for about, let's say if I do 10 hours on computer work, I'm only seated for about maybe an hour to two hours at most. Gotcha. Um, but I'm conditioned like that. I, that's, you know, I focus on that and I do a lot of postural breathing and hip core exercising while I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. The next best thing to 
even increase that further because what we're doing here is we're driving blood flow through the body. We're getting the body into a better position to pump blood flow in and to go ahead and move a little bit because nobody just stands perfectly still when you're standing. You kind of lean on one side, you kind of, you know, go on front. Go ahead. What about this question? So I know for a fact this is wrong. So we're looking at our max right now and we're looking downward Mm -hmm. as opposed to, shouldn't the top of the screen always be at your your head level or something? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a tricky question because different screens and different size screens will determine the position of it. Yeah. Um, but for the general rule of thumb, the your eyes should be looking at the center of your screen. With you, okay? with you standing at a, a straight up posture. Yep. Correct? Whether whether you even and and that goes for seated or standing actually, right? So when we think about it, for mm-hmm. the times that you are seated, your you should be looking straight at your computer screen. I don't want you mm-hmm. looking up. You're going to see some advice on that. What about right. the so right now? I plug into a second screen and I actually I'm looking like this. I'm typing and my head's turned a little bit to the left. What do you think about that? You know, I think that it could be good for the fact that you are turning your head, but I would like you to be equal um, on both sides. If we can get a symmetrical balance between the two, so where you're both turning to the same degree left Mm -hmm. as you are to the right, that'll be much better, right? Rather than having, you know, one that is centered focused and then only looking to the left okay so if people are listening so we've we've had some actionable items we've talked about like getting if you're doing two screens get them even you're saying right get them to the top of your head the screen some people have three screens they're probably get them all even you shouldn't be like looking way to the right or to the left while you're working and keeping no okay so these are things that people can go and fix today they can get their you screen higher they can buy an ergonomic keyboard that you plug right. into your mac because these keyboards are not meant for humans <laughs> <laughs> so i just want to mention those are uh, important things to me that i've learned over the years that yeah. are important so i have no carpal tunnel pain my mother did have carpal tunnel she worked on a typewriter and um so i love those actionable items for people even a mistake I've made recently, like, oh, I didn't, I was lazy. I left my mouse to the left and I was doing this for a while. I realized like, okay, this is going to hurt my right arm. For an entrepreneur, everything's about your time. And if you mess something up and you have to, like I had to kind of rehabilitate my knee, I had to spend a lot of time now rehabilitating that knee and getting it back. So we don't have the time to waste as an entrepreneur. We have no, to get stuff done and we have to be efficient. We have to make decisions, really important decisions in our environment where we're working early on before we have a problem. Uh, I don't want to get into it. We can get into another show about my cousin and how, <laughs> how he, he damaged his neck looking down, working as a programmer for years. Right. And they literally had to saw the back of his, his spine. So uh, let's, let's yeah. actually mention that real quick. And just, just the, the visual looking and the yeah. positioning of the cervical spine all the way throughout the, the thoracic spine, and then of course the lumbar also plays a role. Mm-hmm. But you know, I talk about three main positions when we talk about posture, and it's your head, mm-hmm. your rib cage, and then your hips. Gotcha. Okay. So to give you guys just some immediate tips, because you know we're talking about these visual things right now about your workspace and your setup and things. Well, it's not necessarily going to fix your posture unless you're consciously aware that those muscles need to be engaged in order to go ahead and actually fix your posture. You're going to have to put in some work here to take these steps. So the first one is neck flexion. Mm -hmm. And this exercise requires you to drive your chin further away from your body 
and then closer to your body as if you tried to tuck a tennis ball underneath mm. your chin. Okay. okay. Bring so, it in. Right, all the way in. Okay. And that that type of flexion will extend your neck muscles up here by the trap and all of those tight, very, very tight muscles that you experience from sitting for a long period of time or even just poor posture um, altogether. So neck flexion. Next one is rib cage. Um, this one's going to be a little bit more technical and, you know, just bear with me here. But the rib cage expands and then it contracts, right? So it, it opens out and then it, and then it comes back in. But the positioning of your rib cage, if you were to put your arms up over your head and you, you started to bend your back, okay? So we're going to bend our back. We're going to feel our rib cage lifting a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. When you stand with correct posture, your rib cage is not flared. That lifting of your rib cage is called rib flare. And you actually want to learn how to strengthen your core up on the top and the front of your rib cage, right where you believe your diaphragm is in order to allow you to pull that rib cage into a more favorable position, all right? Okay. And then the last one is your hips. As you stand, you're gonna see, I mean, everyone's seen an individual where their butt's sticking out really far behind them, right? Yeah. And there's differences in everybody from rib cage mobility to neck flexion, all the way up to hip mobility from there. but. You're going to want to start looking up exercises that improve the way that your pelvis tilts. So there's an anterior pelvic tilt and a mm -hmm. posterior pelvic tilt. Okay. Combined with a rib strengthening to lower that rib flare, a we want to go into a posterior pelvic tilt, which means that your pelvis actually is pulled up underneath you closer and more in line with the gravitational pull of the ground, right? perpendicular to the ground and then we want to go ahead and address neck flexion okay if we address all of those correctly you're about 95 percent better than anybody else I, I think simply to me it's bring my chest up is to bring my chest i get a lot of that just by bringing my chest out mm -hmm. and as a as a you know we talk about startup people being at a desk and working just to simply bring my chest up to kind of take a breath the, the other thing i was going to mention from yoga years ago is I learned to stretch my neck by turning my head to the left, turning my head to the right, doing those types, just doing a little exercise while you're at that desk. Um, we can get into that. You know, you would call it, we call it armchair yoga. The seniors, <laughs> do, seniors learn armchair yoga. Like how do you yoga while you're at, at your job? We can talk about that in another show. But I think that, I think everything you're talking about is really important because maybe tech startup people or just tech people in general are not learning these lessons we're talking about here. They're not aware of their environment and or even the severity and the importance of it of, yeah. and the role it plays in a preventative styled care can, can to I, keep them going. Can I give you an example? Yeah. I was because uh, we're here in Boca. We're around a lot of seniors. I walk into it. It was a subway. I walk into a subway and there were two seniors right in front of me. One guy, I'm trying to remember, one guy had a problem where his right shoulder was like elevated, like elevated and, and, way and over the rest over. of his body. So his mm -hmm. head was going to the right. And the second guy, and they were both around 80-ish, had his head over and a real common top of his bone hunchback. -y it's called thing. kyphosis. And all I kept thinking in my mind is those guys were accountants for like 30 years doing, you know, like like computer work. At a, they were at a computer, both of them. Right. I could see it. Like they, 50, 60 years working on a computer, they're done now. They're hunched over. One's like a Mr. Hunchback and one is like weird arm up in the left. 
And I mean, I saw, I've seen it. When you see that, I, that got me concerned. Right. The, the immediately let you notice. And, you know, and that's so important to recognize what you need to do, or at least recognize that the issue is there. It's yeah. present in all people. It is anybody who is involved with a large amount of working on a computer from home or wherever it is. And in, whether it be your phone, your computer, your tablet, whatever, we're looking down for the most part. Yeah. We have to be aware of this. And, and taking these steps in order to help better be aware is so important. And, and what I mean by that is every day you should constantly be checking your posture, mm -hmm. constantly. And just recently, I was, I've been driving back and forth to Miami um, for mm -hmm. a couple of clinics and up to Wellington. So 45 minutes there, hour and 10 here. Mm -hmm. And I recognized as I'm listening to my audiobook that I've got one hand on the steering wheel. Mm -hmm. I drive a, I drive a, a big Yukon um, yeah. and I have my arm on the center console and I'm leaning over and I'm, yeah. I'm hunched forward. Yeah. And it took me a moment to realize this. I didn't know when it started. I was just driving with the flow of traffic, but yeah. I needed to recognize, hey, I got to sit upright. I need to go into a more neck flexion styled positioning here against seated against my my seat mm -hmm. and begin to hold myself upright because these are the small things that add up over time. Yeah. Just let's just think of how many hours that is. We'll just count it as three hours a week, but you do that oh, yeah. all year, yeah. right? I mean, we're looking at over 150 hours of a, of a car ride posture that could be harmful to our health and, and altogether to our, um, we'll call it whole health track. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's important from and, and you want to check your posture. If we can get this to conscious levels all the time, that's mm -hmm. great. If we can get it to five times a day that you check yourself. Great. Yeah. If you you know, we've checked ourselves now, what, five, ten times while sitting, sitting here, here while we're sitting all kinds of yoga right. sizes, rolling my shoulders back right. and pushing my chest up because I'm aware of I'm aware of this in my work and I'm aware that I have to constantly be on top of these things. And make adjustments or not you know i've we have the pleasure of being in a senior community in south florida to see people with a lot of problems and, right. and see what can happen over 50 years if it's not taken care of so we can at least try to make an adjustment And if you're listening to this now whether you're a startup or not doesn't matter it's just a matter of you know take take a look at that chair you're in take a look at the top of your computer is it too low Take a look at the keep we're using. Take a look at your posture, like like he's saying, uh, like Jordan's saying, and then you know make a decision to really be better at it. Right, conscious decision. Conscious decision. Right, right. And it's something that you choose to be consciously and, aware about. And this is about startups as well. I mean, to be successful as a startup, you have to be on top of these things. You know, um, Julio, one of the guys I'm in a startup with, he doesn't have this problem because he doesn't sit at the computer. <laughs> He's always right. up and moving, right? Constantly moving, moving, moving. But those of us who are technical, we we're locked to the computer. That's our lives, right? Know, financial, technical, some operational people. And there's a lot of emotional, um, confidence styled yeah. science behind maintaining a better posture, about breathing mm. better, about reducing anxiety, about being more confident when you speak, when you have a stronger posture, yeah. and as a leader. 
as anyone in the space who has to really sell themselves on what they are, who they are, why they do what they do and their story and their experience as to why you're doing this startup or this business, you need to speak clearly. You need to have that confidence in yourself. And there is good science that supports that having and improving your posture will make you not only more likable, but also progress you further in your career and get you places mm -hmm. that you weren't necessarily before by okay. having that improved status. Gotcha. You just gave me an idea for another show. We'll talk about all the physical posture you need to do during a pitch. Oh, love it. And we'll talk about that, yeah. um, which gets more into emotional, physical stuff. But, but I think this has been a good discussion about something that's important to me. Uh, and I would like, and I try to tell people this stuff. I mean, they used to laugh at me when I was the, I was the only guy with the ergonomic keyboard, like 20 years ago at work, they all laughed at me. Uh, but you know, I'll laugh, last laugh on that. Uh, <laughs> you know. I don't have carpal tunnel, so. <laughs> but, right. but like, you know, I, I really want to have some things on the show that are impactful for people because it's worth it. It's okay. Let's continue. It's worth it to um, really take these to heart and make some decisions for yourself, actionable decisions. And, I, and I'm going to circle this back because we mentioned this early. Yeah. We got off on quite a big tangent okay. away from your knee. And <laughs> well, my knee is part and, of sitting at the computer. Right, yeah. right. So for anybody with knee pain right now to understand this, there's two styles of approaches that are really debated. You've got the conservative rest approach, right? rice, which is old and outdated. I'm calling it out right now, like stop icing your knees. Mm. Okay. And uh, unless you have an acute injury, like someone hit you in your knee, like mm -hmm. with a bat, okay, yeah. you can ice it fine. I don't even agree with that. And there's science that supports that. But um, we really need to drive blood flow and improve the compression styled loading of the knee. Now that was a loaded term um, or saying. And what I mean by that is I'll give you just a couple of things to work on right now. If you if you have knee pain from sitting on too long or you hurt your knee in the gym and it bothers you when you sit, whatever it may be, the first thing that you want to do is start walking backwards consistently. Hmm. Okay. And this is something really easy. I'm not going to get too much into the mechanics of it, but as long as your toe is behind your knee as you take a step, and you continue that type of back pedal, you'll begin to load the knee with extra blood that you and pressure that will drive a healthy immune system to repair the damage naturally. And there's a couple of things that go into this, but the first thing is, you know, if you have inflammation in your knee, blood flow drives it out, right? Because the immune system gets to it, it heals the damage. What's inflammation? Inflammation is the body signaling damage. So we want to improve blood flow so that way it can circulate. Okay. Um, you know, you can go ahead and start walking more. And first and foremost, I hate to say it, but if you're overweight and you have pain, you need to focus on losing weight. You have to, it's something that's so important to your body and, you know, a caloric deficit for a lifespan type of longevity term is the only proven thing to actually help reduce your risk of cancer, help you reduce your risk of heart disease, mm -hmm. reduce your risk of type two diabetes. You know, being, being in a caloric deficit over time has mm -hmm. been shown to improve 
almost all health biomarkers that you check on your traditional CBC test. Okay. I mean, just overall, like if you are an individual who needs to lose weight and acknowledges that, hey, I'm even, even slightly overweight, check your habits. We'll go over this in a completely different episode. We're not going to get into it now because that is definitely a discussion for another day. But acknowledge that your pain could be directly coming from the fact that you are overweight at this point in time. Gotcha. Absolutely understand. Right. Yep. So a lot to talk to, a lot for, you know, to be successful as a startup, your physical health is very critical. It's very important. In particular here where we're doing this uh, podcast in Boca Raton, the average person does a startup is like 40 years old, not like 25, like maybe in Silicon Valley. So there are older startup people and they have all these physical issues. I've met startup people who are overweight. I've met startup people with physical knee problems. Everyone that I know and I meet are, is, has some problem. type of physical problem or ailment or issue and yeah. something. You know, I'm the youngest in the group that yeah. we all associate, right? Yeah. I, I started, my startup started when I was 26. Now I'm a year in, I'm 27 years old now. Yeah. And I'm also very physically fit and I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Everyone. I mean, whether they're overweight hunched over their their body they have some type of aches and pains yeah but you know most importantly i think that acknowledging that your posture definitely plays a significant role in your health is the first starting point that you need to take and 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 all of the others will follow after suit okay so it's really important if you're listening to this podcast if you got something out of it to get on to to listen to it and come back and listen to the next episode because we're going to give more actionable tips in the next couple episodes. And each one will be more about um, how to help you get uh, your, it's really to get to your startup goal as a tech startup, you have to get these health things in order. We, we really want to focus on a couple of things and to share with you guys. And, you know, some podcasts may be a little bit more about business. Some podcasts are going to be a little bit more about um, posture, pain-related items, and things like that. Most importantly, that if you if you fit in this group of individuals that are looking to better themselves and their business, right? We're we're going to be providing these actionable tips week after week, consistently, to provide you guys as much value as we possibly can from both my technical background and educational background and and posture and medical engineering, but also Dan's and his startup experience. And he's, he's just got so much to offer. You guys will get so much value listening to him. And we, we want you to share this with other people in the tech startup community and uh, get our, get this out there because it's a very interesting subject. All right. Like, subscribe, listen to. Really, this is going to be a weekly thing from us. And if you've got questions, immediate questions or concerns and something that's been driving you crazy and you want us to talk about it, shoot us a message, write in one of the comments. We'd be happy to discuss it on one of the next episodes. But for now, I think that is all. Dan, anything left to say? Uh, I always have something more to say, but I'll just say have a great weekend. (laughs) Sayonara. Sayonara. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Take care. Ciao.